This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It's been absolutely a, a crazy, crazy, crazy day here in the War Room. Uh, thank you for sticking around for the early evening edition. Um, we got a lot going on and a lot of balls we're juggling. We're juggling between the historic hearing this afternoon, obviously the uh, crash and burn of Speaker Johnson uh, and everything that he's misleading people about and clearly over his head. Uh, also, um, uh, Taiwan and, uh, and much, much more. Want to go to, and this is where we need the war room posse. I know you're engaged in the calls. I've heard already the calls this afternoon up on Capitol Hill have been voluminous, heated, and effective. And this is what's so important. I want to go to, I want to start, I got Frank Caffney and my favorite Dave Walsh are going to start at the top of the hour. Frank, real quickly, um, and I got to go, I haven't had a chance to talk to you. We had Fennell and Thayer on this morning about their new book. I didn't get the chance to talk to you or show you about the headline from yesterday's Financial Times of London. Remember, Financial Times of London are the biggest drivers of the decoupling uh, of the United States and the CCP, and, and particularly Europe and the CCP. Biden risks China's anger with plan for delegation to Taiwan after crucial vote. After crucial vote. So we, we're on the eve of the crucial vote. Now, actually, technically, I guess in a couple hours, we're going we're gonna to start. Uh, because it's already Saturday in Taiwan, just a little early before polls open. Um, give me your assessment of where we stand now in this uh, kicking off the historic year of 2024 with this incredibly important election in Taiwan. And already the PLA saying uh, yesterday that, uh, hey, if there's any move for unification, or in their, they use reunification, which is a, a, a not the right way to say it. It's never been unified before that the PLA will make moves. Where do you think we stand in all this on the eve of the election or the morning, I guess, of the election? Well, let's come back to the moves that they're probably making in the election itself, Steve. But uh, we've had the Houthi engagement uh, tying up American military assets and personnel, expending uh, resources. We did a fabulous webinar yesterday about uh, the border being penetrated by divisions worth of Chinese personnel, uh, a presage, I believe, of lighting up the home front. And what you're asking about and uh, whether the Biden uh, uh, delegation visit is uh, uh, going to be seen as another provocation or whether it's enough that uh, the possibility that the people of Taiwan vote for freedom instead of enslavement by the CCP. I think we're approaching the point where it is game on with respect to uh, Chinese action against the Taiwanese. Uh, now, whether it's you know an invasion in force over the beach, or whether it's a blockade, or whether it's uh, you know an internal uh, insurgency operation, all remains to be seen. But uh, I think clearly, Xi is persuaded he's tied us up 
they have a controlled asset in Joe Biden at the uh, at the White House. This is the moment, it seems, uh, to act on his ambition. And Brad Thayer and others have been talking about this very persuasively to exceed Mao Zedong, his uh, his hero, but the guy he wants to surpass in his role as General Secretary of the Chinese Communist Party by accomplishing what Mao never did, namely the conquest of Taiwan, one way or the other. I want to make sure uh, folks understand, and this leads into this national asset uh, company fiasco. The CCP are very strategic. Look, uh, and they're smart. And people say you can't call them smart; they're evil. Hey, they're they're the they're the epitome of evil. Doesn't mean they're not smart and cunning. Um, they have a master plan, and they're kind of rolling down that master plan. The one belt. One, right. their, their number one thing is to control the Eurasian landmass, and this is what World War II was fought over: the Germans from one side and the Imperial Japanese. Uh, army and a navy from the other. Um, they think they got a plan. And that plan includes, and this is why, unlike Jace Medical, we're, we're, we have Jace Medical as a sponsor because those guys are in there saying, hey, in unrestricted warfare, the, the Chinese Communist Party has thought through the entire, your health and medical. That's why the active pharmaceutical ingredients, they make 100% <laughs> in, in China, as we know from the fiasco over the early days of the, uh, of the, um, uh, of the pandemic, they had all the supply chains. That hasn't changed, 80%. And you can go to Jace Medical right now. Make sure you immerse yourself over the weekend and check that out. Gaffney, remembers back here a couple of months ago, we had Bach, we had the big fight, and we kind of got it off line for a while. We got to get back to it. We got off line from Geneva where the CCP controls, basically the, the engine room of the United Nations. They're all in, and they, they run all of those big operations. They understand where the source, they understand where power is, and they will go there. This whole thing with the WHO was to get to global governance because you get closer to global governance, you're playing, you're playing in their hand. They have partnered in the de-dollarization, right? The major de-dollarization movement in the, with the Gulf Emirates and with the mullahs in Tehran. The first output deal they did was with the mullahs in Tehran. They're also doing that. They're going to take that. They're going to take Chinese currency for that. That is the beginning of the de-dollarization. That's why at Birch Gold, you go read the end of the dollar empire, all of our things, Talk about this and how the Chinese Communist Party is strategic in this move. This whole thing about the Red Sea and, and the Houthis on the peninsula of Saudi Arabia and these bandits, these essential pirates, causing a, a major, uh, and not just a, a, a major military event, but tying down our Navy away from the South China Sea and from the Straits of Taiwan. Frank, you're actually making the case that you strongly believe they're in back of this natural the the natural asset companies that the new fiasco we're dealing with Dave Walsh going to join us in a minute that they're in back of this and the, there's just a story I put up on Getter the second largest foreign born shareholder or not foreign born foreign national shareholder or excuse me landholder in the United States is a member of the CCP and owns hundreds of thousand acres up in the Pacific Northwest so make the case before I go to Walsh about the problem with it uh, in and of itself why do you think this is another element of the strategic Sur uh, surrounding of the United States and the crippling of the United States. Well, see, that was a brilliant summary of where we are. I think I would just add uh, one small corrective. I think it's, yeah, very much about the Eurasian landmass. But unfortunately, what we've seen is the Chinese strategy 
is playing out worldwide uh, that you mentioned in passing the Belt and Road Initiative. That's part of it. But so is this effort to use international entities or organizations, notably the UN or subsidiaries of it, the World Health Organization, to advance this idea that uh, uh, the nation state is kind of OBE, overtaken by events, irrelevant, and now in place is going to be a new uh, supranational edifice controlled, let's face it, by the Chinese Communist Party. And these natural asset companies are, I believe, very much part of that scheme inside the United States, because as we've been talking about, and thank you so much for giving the attention to this that I think it really does deserve, especially between now and the 18th of January when the SEC closes its comments on the subject. We are looking at the Chinese Communist Party and frankly, other enemies of America having an opportunity to essentially buy up, at least to control our land here in the United States, our public land, our public waters, our public air, for heaven's sakes, as well as to get their hands on a lot of private land as well. And one of the things I just want the posse to understand is this not only means precluding in the name of sustainability, and that's the purpose of these natural asset companies, the, the exploitation of minerals or oil and gas or timber or farming uh, with profound implications, as Dave Walsh will talk about for energy security, among other things. They also want to prevent us from hunting on these lands, private lands included. So this is going to affect Americans' lives as well as livelihoods, as well as probably you know, food security as well as energy security and the Chinese Communist Party, their sovereign wealth plays, um, their use of our money, probably in all likelihood out of our pension funds through the NACs is one of the dangers associated with this operation. It must be stopped and go to sovereigntycoalition.org folks, please today to express both now, Steve, to the Securities and Exchange Commission and your elected officials and the New York Stock Exchange, which is behaving execrably in this exercise, engaging in fraud, I think uh, conflicts of interest and creating a whole new uh, accounting scheme that is absolutely yeah. conducive to fraud as well. It must be stopped. Well, okay. Where, where's the Warren Posse go? I want them to go right now. I know the, the, they've already been a ton of them in there, but I want to make sure everybody gets access. We understand we're fighting a 30-front war here, but we got to take these fights as they come. Uh, you, we stop and thwart at the World Health Organization for now. You're going to do the same here, but where do they go? You've, you've got all this pre-lined up, pre letters, all that. Where do they go? Streamlined, click of a mouse and you're in. Sovereigntycoalition.org. It will get you to the SEC. It will get you to your elected representatives on the Hill. It will get you to the New York Stock Exchange. Again, just with a couple of clicks of the mouse to go there. Please also, great. Steve, you're we're going to have to come back to World Health Organization, yeah. too. It's not it's not a done deal. No, yet. no, no. We got to. We got to. They're, 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 remember, folks, these people never quit. I mean, come on. They they're like quit. Hydra. They're coming at you from a different Remember, you're the guardians of this republic. Dave Walsh, uh, you and I have talked about a lot of crazy stuff that's <laughs> – you know, some of the Green New Deal and some of these fantasies that, you know, governments have put trains of dollars a back of that only hurts their energy production and the lives of their citizens. This one is like the crazy. You, you understand something's not right here because this scheme is so crazy. Your thoughts. Yeah, this is the theater of the bazaar where the, the Rockefeller Foundation, as part of something called the IEG, 
chased after the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission and the NYSE to form a new class of public equities, not based on gap accounting, not based on cash flows and EBITDA, the things you and I are familiar with to measure value, but based on uh, a theory of investing in nature and using, not GAAP, but United, the United Nations system, environmental economic accounting ecosystem accounting framework, the SEEAEA, which is a way of measuring value by that when you're blocking others from utilizing land for resource extraction, mining, drilling, um, anything deemed to be environmentally deleterious, you're getting some kind of uh, eco credits, not cash flows, not earnings, but eco credits for blocking others from using federal, state, and other easement lands for productive use. So this is a th this is a theory of creating a value around nature, investing in nature and natural attributes, not cash flows, that would allow foreign entities, foreign companies, investment banking groups, BlackRock, Summit Carbon Solutions. For example, a couple of the big guys now seeking thousands and thousands of easement miles for carbon capture pipelines from the Dakotas down to Illinois through Iowa uh, to grab land use in this way. And also, by the way, supporting what Frank just said, I mean, I know for a fact the Chinese remain active here in the southeast seeking land to build factories to make grid components. And they're facing, fortunately, a lot of blockage from states now standing up saying they don't want Chinese factories in their states here in the southeast. So this has gotten in the way of Chinese industrial investment over here. So this comes up in, in about late mid-November as a new mechanism to allow foreign holding companies, foreign investment companies to get involved in this new class of equities called um, uh, natural asset companies to take over the uh, operation and maintenance of federal lands. Not the ownership of directly, because that would be outright illegal, but operations and maintenance contracts to control their use and block others from having any steel plant, chemical plant, refinery, mine, anything that's deemed to be non-sustainable in our new taxonomy of defining things as non-sustainable to use these lands wrongly. The BLM would stand in the way of any approval of the natural asset company to use lands in certain environmentally benign ways only and block any other use of lands for productive productive use, which devalues them, immediately devalues public lands by blocking productive resource extraction on them. It's an amazing. You, no, this is this is amazingly. It's, no, creative. it's breathtaking. This yeah. created. This is why we spent so much time. Tell me, what do you think the intention is? What was the logic? Is this actually to to make sure they can slip into the dark of night and actually control vast elements of the natural resources of the United States, so we can't then be that the citizens of this country then can't be stewards of them? I think for one thing, for this administration and any Democrat administration going forward, it provides a deed restriction, a permanent much more difficult deed restriction on public lands to break through by any new administration to allow resource extraction, mining, drilling, uh, industrial plant building on those lands ever to repurpose those lands for industrial use would become extremely difficult because now a new government, let's say a Trump government, would now be fighting Nextera, BlackRock, Summit Carbon Solutions, Chinese investment groups who now would control these deed rights to protecting the natural the natural aspects of these lands and, and that join in prohibiting uh, use for resource extraction, be it oil leases, gas leases, mining rights, or any other 
purpose that then would be deemed by the Bureau of Land Management to be against the principles of the deed transfer wow. to these natural asset companies. This would be permanently in the way, wow. create a massive block to a new government changing the, you know, more freedom on use of federal lands okay. for drilling, for example. We got the first round of this. We got the between now and the 18th to get all the comments in. I want everybody to go to Sovereignty Coalition. Dave, where do people go? Uh, I understand you've been tied up on some family issues. Uh, audience Thanks. has been wanting you back because, you know, they love you. Uh, and by the way, Happy New Year. Where do people go for your social media? Well, you can find me on the Getter at Dave Walsh Energy. It's one where the 25 state attorney generals have filed an op a vehement opposition to this. One state missing in that is South Dakota, where Christy Nome is supporting uh, carbon capture pipelines being eminent, forced to eminent domain, forced down South Dakotans' throats, farmers' throats, uh, which is again one of the beneficiaries. Why should why should process. we ha hold it? We have this. We have um, we have Iowa on Monday, and it's no secret. Christy Nome's been out in Iowa nonstop as a surrogate for President Trump because she's on the shortlist for VP. Why is she doing that? Well, South I Dakota should be one of the top, one of the first ones. On, Folks on like this. Summit Carbon Solutions seeking eminent domain over many independent, privately family-owned farms in South Dakota are a donor to Christy Nome, and uh, they're involved with her through PACs, and she's she's Whoa. basically supporting thousands of miles of carbon capture pipelines being erected across private lands in the Dakotas through eminent domain. Yeah. She's on the wrong side of that. Okay, we're gonna have to so have you back comes on around. and drill down that deeper. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll do a we'll do a, an hour with Dave Walsh and make her come around. Okay, that's not right. Walsh, thanks. Uh, welcome back, Thank brother. You, good to see you. I hope everything hope everything's good with the family. Dave Walsh. Thank you. Okay, Sovereignty Coalition, Grace and Mo. If you can get up in the live chats, we need people on the ramparts in this. You've already had a big impact in this. People never ever ever thought that we'd have smart people on here focused, but we got to we got to give a hat tip to the. Treasure out in Utah, Marlo, fabulous job. Marlo Oaks, incredible job to kind of lead this and Frank Gaffney and the team putting it together. I want to, there was a, a historic hearing uh, this afternoon. Of course, we we would dived into it in the five o'clock show, but I've got David and Nancy Lynch have committed their life to this. And the, just give me your assessment. You had McCullough, you had Ryan Cole, you had others. This has really been the wheelhouse of where you guys have been fighting. Give me your assessment of McCullough and Ryan Cole when you talk about vaccine injuries. Hey, Steve, thanks for having us back. Hey, Steve. Yeah, you, you know, it's um, it's just more of the same. I mean, it, it comes down to the facts. I mean, we have the Raincourt um, report that a lot of people were citing that, you know, they think 17 million people have died so far through September. A uh, thousand, by the way, that's a thousand times the uh, the ratio of people that they originally talked about in the clinical trials. So it's, you know, the, the, the shots were worse than we thought. Um, you know, the intentions behind them don't look very good at all. And uh, the fact is, they're, they're just trying to hide the data. They've been, they've been trying to hide it. They, you know, they, they went into their, even going back as far as in the, um, in the, uh, the controls and the, the clinical studies they did prior, you know, after 30 days, they vaccinated all of their control groups. And the effect of that is you can never go back and see what the issues were or if there were problems with the vaccine, because they, they eliminated the control groups mm -hmm. under, under you know, the, the pretenses that they did for that. So it's, they're, they're just trying to hide it. They're hiding it. There was a lot of malintent is what it looks like to, to you know, everyone who's observing that. And it's nice to see some so, of that so, info. Hang on a second. When you talk about that, MTG had to force this herself, and she had Ron Johnson some other help. I mean, this was technically 
it was formal in the fact that she's on the committee and kind of did this subcommittee. But the overall committee, and I don't want to rat people out, but I think that they rejected having the overall committee. They said that's outside of our purview. We don't want to get into the vaccine. We've got to deal with the COVID origins. And they're doing some great work. I mean, they're finally getting Fauci uh, nailed to the wall here. But what? What? why can't we even have a here? Why do we have to have this hearing that's like a red-haired stepchild? Why, why do you have to? Why can't this be front and center? Why can't it be during Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock? Why can't we have all the cameras there? What is it? That what what are the forces opposed to even getting this information out there? Well, that that's easy. I mean, it, it, there, there's a lot of money involved. I, I, I heard someone talking. I think it was earlier on, on one of the shows today here that you know talking about billions of dollars. Uh, there are individuals who work in these pharma companies who personally made multiple billions of dollars. We're talking hundreds of billions, and, and eventually, by the time this whole thing plays out, we could be in the trillions of dollars. So that buys a lot of influence, it buys a lot of silence. Uh, the, the question I ask everyone is, why are we having these hearings now? These are hearings that we should have had two years ago, when it, you know, mid-2001, when all of this was coming out, when the clinical trials didn't look like they were, they were uh, giving the results that we were all told, when we were told this was safe and effective, and there was no way for them to even know it was safe and effective based on the testing and, and really more the lack of testing that had been done. But you get now and you have, you know, you have billions of dollars. You have one of the problems is that the pharmaceutical companies control advertising. They spend so much money. You know, we saw Mike Lindell this morning getting getting booted from Fox. Well, you know, I, this may be a separate issue from that. But Fox, if, if you ever watch that sh- that show, I, I personally know that channel. But if you go on Fox, every every other commercial is a pharmaceutical ad. So they exert incredible pressure over the media, and they they obviously are exerting tremendous uh, influence over Congress and the regulatory agencies and the people that that are actually supposed to be protecting us. The FDA and the pharmaceutical boardrooms is a revolving door. What? Uh, tell me, you guys have you got you got you guys have dedicated your life now to starting this line to correct us. Walk me through. We got about five minutes. Walk us through the whole premise. People heard the testimony today. We had a huge, vast audience on War Room. We, t- we talked about it in the 5 o'clock hour, but w- the solution. You guys are coming up for a solution for this. Walk us through why it's a solution. Well, you know, one thing I'll say, Steve, is um, a, a lot of people, uh, they, they think, you know, this is starting to fade away and we've gotten through it and, you know, we're going to get back to normal. And and I wish that was the case. That's not the case. In fact, you were just talking about the, the meetings we had this week. Yeah, we had a couple of meetings this week with uh, medical experts. One in particular is a COVID, ex- COVID expert that they work with a lot of patients that uh, have had effects from co- the COVID vaccine. So they're saying it's in all of us. In fact, their quote was, this is a zombie apocalypse that's coming. 100% of patients that they're working with have this this damage. And it's all the micro um, microplots in them, whether they were vaccinated or not, everyone has the microplots in them. So that's kind of where our product comes in. That, that, that was a disturbing meeting because, you know, we, we, we never got the shots for our family and they basically said it doesn't matter. Everyone has this in them. And, and just to reiterate what Nancy just said, 100% of the patients they're seeing in their clinics have these issues and a, and a big chunk of those people were never vaccinated. So that's what we're dealing with. We're we're not uh, to hear to hear a doctor. Some of these some of these doctors have been on your show, Steve. So to hear them actually utter the word "zombie apocalypse" is what they see coming. 
in a couple of years, it's a huge problem. And there's great people like MTG, and, and uh, there, there's a lot of doctors out there that are pushing the charge for accountability and uh, transparency. And that's really important. Our role in this... We've got a three-step protocol that we've yeah, created. Yeah, our role in this is to help people get better, because if it's in you, putting your head in the sand is not going to help. So, you know... What so let's talk about that. Com, yeah, talk about your line. Yep. Yeah, so... Go ahead. So what we what we did is is we actually and, and we we told this story before. So we weren't trying to make a COVID product. This is this goes back almost two years when we started this process. Uh, we we weren't we would have been crazy back then to want to make this kind of product. We were making a a different formula that mimicked the effects of intermittent fasting in the body. And it just so happens that as we really had the team dig into science, when you do that in the body, if you add a few extra things to it, you, you turn on a process where the body can help clean itself. It actually goes and breaks down pathogens and debris and old cells and zombie cells and things that aren't optimal. <coughs> Excuse me. It clears that out of the body. <coughs> Excuse me. A little too much Warcraft coffee here. <coughs> so, so, um, uh, excuse me. So, so it helps to remove it. And then we looked at, okay, well, people have all this clotting damage. What do we do with that? And uh, microclots, some of the macroclots are the ones that, that I think are crazy. Some of these things that pull out of people's bodies, they're, they're things that the, uh, the, the, the doctors have never seen before. So we have a, we have a product that helps repair that actually can help go and break down those clots. And then our restore product, you know, as we look now and we see the effects of this and it's causing a lot of these long-term issues, degenerative diseases, turbo diseases, that product restore, actually, we utilize the first dietary ingredient that's ever shown it has a mechanism to go and help reset the genome, help actually reset what genes are activated and deactivated. Because the last thing you want is to have a gene activated that might help tumor growth or might help um, might help uh, promote some kind of degenerative disease. So it's a, a it's really simple. It's remove, repair, restore, and it's a complete protocol. Um, what I would what I would recommend to people is don't put your head in the sand. This is a real problem. We're all in, in, as a country, as a society, we're in big we're in big trouble if we don't solve this issue. Warroomwellness.com is a great place to start. If you want to keep looking from there, God bless you. That's great. We think that this is the greatest protocol that we've seen out there. Real real, real quickly, give the folks, I want to know, I want people over the weekend to go there. Where do they go right now to get more information, to immerse themselves in information? Warroomwellness.com. There's all kinds of studies and info. And one thing I want to share with you, Steve, um, as Nancy was saying, we have testimonials coming in every day now, and it's anything from, hey, I yeah. just feel better, and I can't put my finger on it, but I Perfect. feel better when I take this, to people that are having major changes in their health and really, really life-changing Let's, uh, changes. So it's very humbling. Warmessentials.com. Make sure I want everybody to go there now. We'll have the testimonials up, all the information you got. David and Nancy, thank you for doing this, uh, and thank you for doing the work that got us here. Really appreciate it. Short commercial break, going to Iowa and Taiwan next in the War Room. It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell phone service is fragile and can go down in an instant. Just ask the folks out in Maui. And when that happens, how will you contact your loved ones? 
That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Regular cell phones cover less than 8% of the Earth's surface. But with your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages, encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, War Room's trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free and Marsat satellite phone with a 12-month plan if you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now. That's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, anywhere on Earth with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use code Steve50. At checkout for free activation or dial 855-980-5830 to snag your free Amarsat satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon code Steve50 or call 855-980-5830. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. 
You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Taiwan is already, it hasn't quite started, still early in the morning. Uh, Colonel Mills, you've been there all week. Set the stage for us. What's the vibe? You've been putting up great things on Gateway and other places, War Room, uh, about these massive rallies. What's the feel on the street out there? Well, Steve, it's just no comparison between the three parties. Uh, I'm not being partisan in any way, uh, even though we think the DPP is the better party for Taiwan, but it's just no comparison. And just came up, there was 100,000 in the street uh, in front of the presidential palace last night. Uh, and we got a clip on that. I can play that in a moment here. Uh, an even bigger rally tonight uh, was just, it was unbelievable. And uh the KMT rally and the uh, uh, TPP rally, just not even the same. So I, uh, I mean, on UE, or excuse me, whole UE, the KMT, it's kind of like Sleepy Joe. I mean, if he wins, I just don't know what to say. I don't know how to explain it. Let, let me ask uh, you, why, cyber... why did the, why did the, is, is the PLA see this? Because um, they put out this warning, which is pretty shocking. And it does a lot to shock me about the CCP and the PLA. But the People's Liberation Army put out a warning yesterday saying, hey, if there's any move to, to they call it reunification, but any move. Uh, at all against reunification or against you guys being a province, we will take action, right? We will thwart that. This is not going to happen. Is that is that made to suppress the vote today where people in Taiwan, these rallies really care? Uh, I mean, what's your sense? Yeah, ab absolutely. And at the uh, KMT press conference, this was a line right out of the 1984 Democrat campaign against Reagan. I mean, Ho Yu-E, the KMT candidate, says, you vote for uh, William Lai, the DPP, it'll mean war. You vote for me, it'll be peace. Uh, if this is not synchronized cadence, I don't know what is. And uh, that's all based on this uh, unbelievable article in the uh, Foreign Affairs uh, Foreign Affairs magazine that I'm pretty sure somebody ghost wrote for him. And uh, the uh, so yeah, that it's. We had a missile launch. We have this enduring long. I mean, a lot of people don't realize there's been a almost for a year this high altitude, long endurance, large drone encirclement of Taiwan. Uh, I brought it up at the press conference. I was called uh, today, uh, in, in, even before uh, New York Times or Wall Street Journal, and I brought this up with. Uh, uh, the TPP uh, candidate, uh, uh, Dr. Ko, and he didn't seem to even know what I was talking about. Uh, now, when I at the foreign affairs uh, with Willie, uh, 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 Dr. Wu, he was very interested, was very aware of it, and one of his persons came over and talked to me afterwards about it. But yeah, they're, they're, they are all over the place being aggressive. And uh, for a while, they were kind of being slow, uh, quiet and stealthy, but they've really ramped it up. Uh, re they've really ramped it up. Is that because they're, they're afraid of the polling? They've seen the polling. It looks like a DPP can win, and they understand that the Americans now, the American people are becoming awakened to this, not just our show doing it. But others, is that why the PLA and the CCP are getting so, I don't want to say desperate, but taking a harder line? And when you have a candidate saying, hey, if you vote for them, it's war. You vote for me, it's peace. That's a, uh, that's a pretty hard line of demarcation, sir. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I'm sure they have eyes on the ground uh, at the uh, uh, at, a, at, at the DPP rally in Keelung. I ran into a Mr. Wang, air quote, uh, who uh, curiously enough was for uh, uh, curiously enough was for uh, the uh, KMT, a young guy with a British ac accent from Shanghai. So they definitely have eyes on the ground. And uh, and they're they're watching what's going on. And you look at these rallies, not even close, uh, not even close. Uh, so, yeah, they see they see the energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm. And, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely are, are seeing what's going on on the ground. And so they're going to ramp it up because they were until just a few days ago, they were very quiet about this whole affair. On the 31st, she wow. made a very strong comment. And then the, the, the comment you, you, you wow. identified just a couple of days ago by the PLA. Uh, John, Colonel, where, where do people get you? You're obviously going to be the star of our show tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, the Saturday show. We're going to have tons of coverage of Taiwan. Where do people get to you in the interim? Where do they, where do they go to find you on social media? Um, yeah, Colonel Rhett John, Substack, Getter, and Truth. Colonel Rhett John, Substack, Getter, and Truth. Also on Worldview Television with Brandon Howes, The Situation Room. Also America Out Loud, The National Security uh, Hour. Uh, but uh, yeah, by, so when we do that show tomorrow, we should know the results. It'll be, it'll be late evening. I'm 13 hours ahead of East Coast. Yeah. So when we do that show yeah. tomorrow morning, uh, uh, I'll know the answer. But again, we have some absolutely fantastic yeah. clips. And the rally tonight was just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it out we'll it outdid all, the 100,000 yeah. in the street uh, the night before. I mean, that's the things that blow me away. Your footage blown me away. We'll play that in the morning. Uh, Colonel uh, Mills, uh, good luck. We'll see you tomorrow, and hopefully the outcome will be the outcome we've all been pushing for. Stay, take down the CCP. Freedom for the people in Taiwan. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Amen. Thank you. We, we go from uh, Taipei. We go to um, Rome, our own Ben Harnwell. Ben, the reason I had to get you in here before the vote in Taiwan and all of it, because now you got us fighting off the coast of uh, Saudi Arabia and the CCP's clearly in back of that. MTG and folks today, complete blow up on Johnson. And it, one of the things is, hey, don't be driving in here with any Ukraine thing. We had Rosemary Jinks on yesterday say this whole thing on the border that they were working on to get the Ukraine bill was lies and treasonous. Langford then kind of backed off. They've now said, hey, it's not going to be anything to do with the border. You're going to have to deal with it. MTG and others have said, if you bring as much of this budget screwed up, if you bring anything on Ukraine, she said we're doing motion to vacate. So his speakership can hang on this. I just want people over before the weekend starts. The situation in Ukraine, particularly the problem of recruiting troops and how it's affecting Zelensky's polling. You know, people here in the United States are still convinced by CNN and MSNBC and even Fox and other people like Mark Levin and others that this guy's super popular. He's Churchill. Everybody's pulling together. Is that actually true, sir? Good evening, Steve. Not only is it not true, it's becoming increasingly um, clear, even to, to people who, who don't want to take a view on this, that this is not true. That is to say, even if you're looking at this sort of sort of objectively, it's becoming true. Here's an example. Um, yesterday, the, the parliament in Kiev voted against President um, Zelensky's measure to draft 500,000 Ukrainians from abroad. Um, and this was led 
principally by um, I think it's the, the, the voice of, of, of Ukraine, the opposition party that hasn't been abolished yet by Zelensky. And they were basically saying no, never to this measure. Now, you need to take a step back, Steve, and think why, hang on, hang on, why would an opposition party be, be vetoing this, uh, the, the, the manoeuvres of the Zelensky government to, to bolster its flagging stalemate? And the reason is it's pretty clear if, you, if you're prepared to think beyond the, the immediate superficialities of the headline. It's because, right, it's not the case that these people, uh, millions of people have left Ukraine, that they're considered in Ukraine as traitors or draft dodgers or cowards. These are sons, basically, sons of families who are still there in Ukraine, sons, brothers, people who have escaped rather than betrayed the country. And the people still in Ukraine don't want them to, 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 to be drafted back and sent to the firing line. This is why, look, look, if, if you're looking at it from, from, from the angle of, of politics, what the opposition has done here makes absolute perfect sense. But it only makes sense if you realise that on, on the ground, this war now is increasingly unpopular. And this is a problem for President Zelensky now, because if it's not without this, this, this 500,000, which is very much a Hail Mary passed in the first place. But without this, there's really very little hope now um, that this war can drag on even to November of, of this year. Oh, ho, 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 ho. We're dropping a bombshell here. Hanwell, you've been so smart and pressing about so much of this. Hit rewind. Give me that one again, because you're preaching to the choir here, but nobody's talking about this. What did you just say? So, so the, the 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 vote yesterday in in the uh, Ukrainian Parliament was to to veto the government's measure to to bolster the, um, the 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 troops in Ukraine. This was also the part of the measure that said that it wanted to to decrease the age, I think, from recruitment age, the drafting age from 27 at the moment, which is relatively high if you think about it, and push it down to I think towards 21. Then this thing has been blocked by the um, by number of rebels in the parliament, government rebels, but also principally led by the opposition. The opposition said no, never to this. They're not going to expand the draft to, to, to supply Zelensky with, with further troops. Um, and the reason, as, as, as I was tr trying to speculate for this, for an opposition party to do this, there's only one reason why an opposition party would do this in the middle of the war. And that's if it's really absolutely certain that this war is, is so unpopular. The voters still in Ukraine are, are keen that the people who have fled aren't drafted back in and sent to the, the front lines. It's a bit counterintuitive, especially if you've been drinking the Kool-Aid for two years on the Western media's propaganda here. But it's absolutely clear that the motivation for the opposition's manoeuvre here is that this war is now so unpopular. They don't want, uh, that there's a presumably a majority support now that doesn't want the draft widening to bring people in to keep this war going. And, you know, as, as we were talking about um, in the run-up to, that to is the a, new year. That is, that is amazing. That's amazing. Let me, uh, I got to bounce, but I got to ask you a question. Do, do the capitals of Europe, as you talk to your contacts and read the press, and even in Ukraine, do they understand the resolve of the folks here in the America first wing of the Republican Party to at all costs stop one penny more from going to Ukraine? There was just a story out yesterday. We can't track a billion dollars of weapons. And this goes back to when you broke the FT story that showed that some of these weapons are being 
uh, traffic back to gangs in Europe, that the crime's out of control. Do those people understand that people are absolutely bound and determined to not put another penny into this war? Has that sunk in yet? Well, firstly, um, I think yes. Um, and the answer to that is that uh, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was over in Kiev yesterday uh, for his photo op with President Zelensky pledging, I, th I think, two and a half billion pounds of, of support. So it's an indication that the West is picking up the slack. So, excuse me. Uh, the European, the Europe, continental Europe is, is, is starting to pick up some of the slack now as America recedes from the picture. But I still don't think if you're listening to the tone of this and indeed the tone of what Rishi Sunak himself was saying, it's I don't think it's settled in just quite how persistent now the uh, this opposition is in the United States and the fact that this 61 billion isn't going to be coming. And there's simply not the political appetite here in Europe uh, to, to come in and fill the hole of the gap that the United States is going to leave behind. And of course, if, if no one does fill that gap, just to, to riff off the point I was making before, this war, you know, it's a, a stale, in a war of stalemate um, and attrition, it's the party with the greater resources that's going to win out in the end yeah. that's that's why you have a war of attrition right um so it, it's it's really not looking good now for president Zelensky. ben where do where do people go to get your content over the weekend we're trying to get you back on tomorrow on the taiwan special i know you've been doing tremendous coverage of the south china sea and all of it um where do people go in the interim thank you so much steve simply get uh, at uh, my surname at Hanra. thanks steve god bless Okay, we'll see you on the show tomorrow. Remember, wall-to-wall -wall coverage in Taiwan the, the, in a historic year, a massive kickoff to that year, the fight for freedom in Taiwan against the murderous, demonic CCP. I'm going to try to get Loomer up in a second by phone to give us an update on on, uh, on Iowa. But Mike Lindell, i got to get you up here. I don't think I've had any bigger feedback than you today. I only got two minutes, but walk me through. People are in shock that, that with cancel culture as bad as it is, as much as you're viciously attacking the Trump, put the company in bankruptcy and the people at Fox have to know that. How could Fox possibly cancel you when you're giving them hundreds of millions of dollars? You're not asking for charity. You're not saying sit there saying, hey, put me on because I need to promote right. my pillow because we're going through tough times. You're giving them hundreds of millions of dollars and they say no. Just walk our audience through how that could happen. Yeah. You know, we, I still don't know. I know the Washington Post all day. People have been reaching out to me. News outlets around the world are saying why. And I'm going. I don't know why. The only thing I can say is here at Lindell TV, we added Lou Dobbs, everybody. We you know, And uh, his first interview was our great real president, Donald Trump. Um, I believe it has to be political. They don't want my face on there leading up to the 2024 election. Now, remember, everybody, Facebook did this to me before the 2020 election. They wouldn't have my pillow ads on there with my face in it. So I don't know, you know, that if stranger things have happened and Fox decided, hey, we don't want Mike Lindell on there because uh, he's uh, associated uh, directly. You see Donald Trump because I back our real president 100 okay. percent. That could be or. But Steve, anyway. I really believe it's a competition thing with Lindell TV. We have three million people over here and uh, maybe Fox is worried yeah. about us getting bigger. That's right. Lou Dobbs follows us here in a few minutes. Mike, it's MyPillow.com. Promo code WORM. You'll get all the information, all the sales, yeah. everything free is given you because Fox is banned him. 800-873-1062. Talk to the operator. We got their back. The WORM is now not just the tip of the spear. We're the muscle. Heck with Fox. 
They can cancel Mike Lindell. We won't, and we're going to make sure that Mike Lindell keeps the company as robust as ever so that he can go and be a surrogate for President Trump. Mike, we got to bounce, but look forward to having you on the morning show when we talk about uh, Taiwan and every and, oh, Iowa and all that. You've done a great job. Love you, brother. Lou Dobbs <laughs> next. Lou, stick around for the Lou Dobbs. By the way, I agree with this. There may be some competition because he's got millions of people watching this now. We could. We want to end with Laura Loomer. The great Laura Loomer has been out in Iowa. It's a freaking blizzard out there. We couldn't get her up to see her lovely visage on the on Skype, but we got her by phone. Laura, we just got a couple of minutes, but I got to ask you, as we sit here on the eve of the weekend that's going to lead into uh, Monday, where do you think President Trump stands? Well, look, I think there's going to be uh, overwhelming support for uh, President Trump on Monday uh, when voters uh, make this trek in the blizzard uh, to go cast their vote for uh, for President Trump. And uh, even Fox News admitted it today. It's interesting. You know, usually Fox News, the Murdoch empire is uh, very quick to always attack President Trump and prop up uh, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley. Uh, but they made a comment today that I found to be really interesting and true about the MAGA base. They said it's going to suppress turnout because of the weather and the only voters who are going to come out in force are Trump supporters. And the term that they use, Steve, word for word, they said, because MAGA supporters are the most loyal supporters. And they're admitting that there really is a difference between the type of voters uh, that Ron DeSantis has, that Nikki Haley has, or that President Trump has, and they use that term loyalty. And that's why from the very onset of this primary, I've said one thing, and that's that loyalty matters. Other candidates want to scoff at it and they say, oh, ha, ha, ha. You know, you don't have loyalty to a party or a candidate, right? Uh, but no, loyalty does matter. And this, in these moments, right, when you have blizzards, when you have extreme conditions uh, that could potentially be dangerous, right, for people to get in their cars and go to these uh, polling locations, yep. you're going to see who uh, really inspires that, people. With, with that as a given, give me your assessment, compare and contrast uh, Nikki Haley right now. With the, you've been on the, San, the sanctimonious for months and months and months. Tell me Nikki Haley versus DeSantis. I got about 90 seconds. Well, look, they're both losers uh, competing for second, third, or fourth place right now, right? Uh, nobody's really taking them seriously. Both of them are insulated candidates with campaigns that are wrapped in bubble wrap, hiding from the public, hiding from the media, scared of uh, answering questions from people out on the campaign trail. Uh, you know, look, Nikki Haley is uh, perceived as a warmonger, as a neocon, and Ron DeSantis uh, just doesn't have an it factor. And the voters here in Iowa see it, and it's going to be reflected uh, at the polls on Monday, January 15th, when when uh, when when Iowa voters come out and vote in the caucus. Nikki Haley even uh, called do you think? Lunch to try to save her campaign at the very last minute. I caught Frank Luntz, no, you know, fact, Kevin McCarthy's yeah. ex-boyfriend well, walking out. Where does everybody go to all your footage? Because you, you've been breaking stories on Kim Reynolds or Frank Luntz. Where does everybody go to get your reporters because over this weekend as other people are snowed in we know that you're you're always at work where do people go yeah so they can go to loomerd.com that's loomerd.com to read the written reports you can follow me on x and true social at laura loomer to see my videos and my reports as well and then my rumble channel rumble.com slash laura loomer but the best place is of course loomerd.com and x at laura loomer okay before i let you go short answer as you see it on friday evening is Nikki Haley overtake DeSantis for second place? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Vivek Ramaswamy comes in second place. Uh, this is a guy who's had over 250 events in the last two weeks alone. I think that they may have an upset here in Iowa, President Trump coming in first place, and Vivek Ramaswamy may surprise everyone and take second. I really do think he might come in second.
Is that the end of Ron DeSantis' political career, do you think? I sure hope so. My gosh. I mean, him and Kim Reynolds both have one thing in common. They've both abandoned the voters of their states where they're respectively uh, governors in the middle of storms. He should be in Florida right now dealing with the 90,000 Floridians left without power after these tornadoes and severe weather. And Kim Reynolds should be clearing the roads today. But instead, she's palling around with a loser presidential candidate when when people are getting in accidents on these icy roads here in Iowa. I mean, it's disgusting. And that's why no surprise, they have been listed uh, as the two most unpopular governors in the entire country. And that says a lot wow. when we're up against people like Gavin Newsom. I mean, really, honestly, check check the exactly. report yourself, Stephen. You will see that Kim Reynolds La- and Rhonda Sanctimonious are the two most okay. unpopular governors. Go-, <laughs> Go to Laura Loomer over the weekend. We're trying to get Laura on the Saturday show. Laura, thank you. Don't freeze. Keep grinding. The investigate. They're getting loomered out in Iowa. That's where they're running away from <laughs> trying to arrest her. Okay. Your, thank you, ma'am. Your homework assignment over the weekend as you manned the ramparts. You've already had a massive impact this week. That's why Johnson's running away from his deal. Everybody's scattering. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. I'm coming out with a new version of the end of the dollar empire. Installment number three, the debt trap. I want everybody to read it. We're going to man the ramparts tomorrow and every day of the week herein. Uh, to get down to the closing of the Biden regime. No money on the evening of the 19th. Lou Dobbs is next. We are back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. live. Don't want to miss it. See you then. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call one 800 245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. All of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.